Shadow Summit Paranormal Research Lab. This is Jensen speaking. How may I assist you? Hello, Jensen. My name is Virginia. I have a situation. It seems a bit odd even reaching out to a paranormal research lab. You see, I am experiencing something quite terrifying with an antique mirror I bought recently. Well, hello, Virginia. Thank you for contacting us. We're here to help. Can you please provide me with more details about this mirror and what's happening? Of course. I bought this mirror, see? It's an old piece. Must have seen ages pass by. I've always appreciated antiques, but this one, it's been peculiar since I hung it in my hallway. I noticed little things at first. My books would be out of place. My furniture moved during the night. You know, small stuff. You? I see. Virginia, may I ask you to recall the sequence of events to provide a clearer understanding of what happened and when these unusual phenomena started occurring? It escalated, Jensen. There were whispers, rustles, eerily clear yet unknown languages. Then my antique lamp lifted from the table, levitated before crashing into that mirror. But it didn't break, just cracked. Then I, I began to see disturbing images in my own reflections, uncharacteristic activities, I felt terrified, Jensen. I can imagine how unsettling that must be, Virginia. Could you provide more details? For instance, what time of day or night these occurrences happened? Is there anything notable about the weather or the setting when these events occur? Was there history of any such phenomena before in your family or with previous owners of the mirror? The events. They happen randomly, Jensen. Day, night, clear skies, stormy weather, it doesn't discriminate. No past incidents in my family. As for its previous owners, I've heard whispers about their debauched lives, but no specifics. Interesting. Have you noticed anything else or any other odd occurrences before, during, or after these events, Virginia? There's a chill. Whenever something's about to happen. And it's always the same. The air is heavy, almost suffocating. Everything's eerily quiet before the whispers start. That's about it, Jensen. Were there any other witnesses, or have others experienced anything similar in your house, Virginia? Others have noticed the misplaced items, the cold spots. The locals believe the mirror could be a supernatural gateway. They say it's the curse of its previous owners. Noted, Virginia. You may be interested to know that there have been two similar cases in the past decade. The first was a mirror, much like yours, that was reported to reflect images from the owners yesterday. The other was a mirror that appeared to show a completely different historic setting each time you looked in. And were they similar experiences? Could they be connected? While every case is unique, in the first one, the mirror was sourced from an estate with a history of witchcraft. The reflection showed scenes from the owners yesterday. In the second, I came across a mirror that contained a trapped spirit showing a different historical period each time a new owner gazed into its surface. In many cultures, mirrors are believed to be portals between our world and the spiritual realm. Throughout history, similar events have been associated with hauntings, typically by spirits bound to the object due to some past misdeed or tragic event. It could be that the mirror is haunted, acting as a portal, and replaying scenes from its past. Or, it's a psychic imprint, where emotional energy has imprinted visuals on the mirror. This is all theoretical, but that's typically how such events are interpreted. Our next step is to document the events, maintain a log, 
and to engage in cleansing rituals if you're open to that idea, Virginia. We could also explore removing the mirror as a last resort. Jensen, could someone from your team come and investigate this? I... I don't want to be alone in this any longer. Absolutely, Virginia. Let me discuss this with my team. We'll determine the best course of action, and someone will contact you soon. Please try to stay calm. You're not alone anymore. Thank you, Jensen. I await your call. Take care, Virginia, and thank you for reaching out. We'll be in touch soon. Jensen, if our conversation with Virginia Rodriguez holds any veracity, then we may be dealing with something beyond our usual scope of findings. Could you delve deeper into this matter? Certainly, Victoria. It appears that Virginia has been experiencing inexplicable phenomena linked to an antique mirror. At first, it was minor, like misplaced books and shifted furniture. But it escalated over time, whispers in indecipherable languages, levitation resulting in object collision, chilling visuals in the mirror reflections. Intriguing. The description appears very similar to possession or haunting folklore. The fact that the mirror is an antique makes it a repository of numerous experiences and energy imprints. Perhaps it's exposing her to latent intense emotional imprints from its past owners. I wholly understand where you're coming from, Syrian. Yet attributing such an occurrence to the supernatural is premature. It could be hysteria or an elaborate hoax. Moreover, the human brain is prone to perceive familiar patterns or images, even if they aren't really there. This phenomenon, pareidolia, may explain the bizarre mirror reflections. I agree with both of you. It indeed can be either a physical phenomenon like Victoria mentioned, or a spiritual interference like Syrian pointed out. Given the variety of symptoms and their intensity, it isn't easy to reach a conclusive theory immediately. Jensen, recall that case we encountered in Nevada a couple of years ago. The lady claimed her mirror was a time portal. While that case was a hithead with temporal physics, it also touched on similar themes. Yes, Victoria. There are indeed similarities, such as disturbing visual images, but also noticeable differences. This current case reports poltergeist-like activity, levitation, moving objects. This wasn't present in the Nevada case. You're correct, Syrian. The Nevada case did indeed have its unique aspects. However, like our current case, it did revolve around a mirror and its reflective properties being used in an anomalous way. Perhaps one significant point is throughout the call, Virginia seemed terrified and desperate. There's a personal element to her terror, fear of her own reflection, and intrinsic primal fear. Coming back to the mirror, perhaps its properties could be causing some sort of optical illusion or image distortion. As for the other events, they could occur due to microseism or infrasound, which are barely audible, but can cause objects to vibrate or even move. Indeed. The case presents itself as a mixture of personal experience and environmental effects. The mirror could be a psychological trigger for Virginia, while the unexplained occurrences could have rational explanations like Victoria suggested. We could delve deeper, engage in some fieldwork. Perhaps we should talk to the locals, visit the spot, check for anything noteworthy. Jensen, your technological acumen will be particularly helpful for data gathering. That sounds like our best available option at the moment. Jensen, please conduct the investigation, and remember to maintain a neutral perspective. We should approach things scientifically, even when we're delving into the realm of the paranormal. 
Absolutely, Victoria and Syrian. We need to keep our minds open, respecting empirical evidence while acknowledging the possibility of something unexplained. I will be sure to keep you both updated with any developments. Day 1, August 18th, the investigation begins. I find myself in this quaint, peaceful town, driven only by a single phone call. I began this investigation aware of the peculiarity of Virginia's experiences, but mindful of our commitment to valid scientific methods. I have seen my share of bizarre cases, but Virginia's strange phenomena revolving around a mirror raised more than just eyebrows. As a man of science, the unexplained phenomena intrigued me, daring me to uncover its secrets. The case of the haunted mirror intrigued me because it combined elements of physics and psychology. The mirror, though a simple reflective surface, was manifesting properties akin to those of spooky entities in folk tales. The question was whether the manifestations were reality or just figments of Virginia's terrified mind. T. T. Upon arrival, my initial suspicion was centered on Victoria's theory of optical anomalies due to the mirror's old age and infrasound causing micro-vibrations. Equipped with my trusty bag of tech gear, I planned to measure any environmental anomalies that might explain these peculiar occurrences. The Rodriguez house, an age-old Victorian edifice, exuded an eerie charm a mixture of the ethereal and the corporeal. Roses adorned the entrance with an eerie moonlight illuminating the pathway. The shadows played off the ornate mirrors, creating menacing silhouettes on the walls, adding an extra layer of mystery to Virginia's story. I questioned Virginia and her husband about their experiences. Virginia's mellow voice gave a chilling account of the events a blend of fear and confusion clearly audible in her narrative. Her husband's statement matched, each inexplicable event adding a new dimension to my understanding of the case. Bizarre things caught my eye. Salient among them was the mirror's reflection. It was slightly distorted, almost wavy. I deployed my spectrographic equipment and initiated detailed measures of the reflective surface. This situation brought back memories of a previous case in Nevada. The similarities and differences coalescing to form a puzzle that I found myself eager to piece together. Tom. Tom. Suddenly, at midnight, books began to fly off their shelves. A chilling reminder that we were dealing with something potentially far more complex. Sir. Tom. My tools for the operation included an array of tech gadgets, an EMF detector, infrared camera, sound frequency analyzer, along with a personal journal for cognitive mapping. Each tool provided a different perspective on the happenings. I performed a series of tests focused on infrasound detection and electromagnetic field disturbances. While results were within normative ranges, I couldn't shake off the eerie tranquility that shrouded the house. Almost dramatically, Virginia reveals that the mirror was supposedly from a seance salon dating back nearly a century, an element that could potentially imbue it with strange energies. This changes my perspective slightly, 
it felt as though I was staring at the gateway to a dark past. Day 2, August 19th, the truth unfolds. As dawn broke, the unexpected happened. The mirror's surface began fluctuating. The visuals fluctuated between normal reflection and a sporadic blurry vortex, an unsettling sight even for my scientific mind. The... Whom? The development visibly rattled Virginia and her husband. Their faces paled, a tangible manifestation of their terror. The... I wondered what my colleagues would make of this. Victoria would undoubtedly veer toward rational explanations, and Syrian, being open to the paranormal, would perhaps be intrigued by the prospect of energy imprints. During our discussion, Victoria had mentioned pareidolia, our mind's tendency to perceive patterns where none exist. I wondered if this phenomenon was at play here, if Virginia's terror was, in fact, augmenting her perception of the mirror's oddities. Huh. Grappling with the eerie events, I drove my questions harder, trying to unfold the mystery that was unfurling before our eyes. Their eerie silence erupting into a burst of confessions about previous unsettling experiences they'd had in the house. <laughs> Amidst our conversation, the mirror shivered briefly, sending a bone-chilling draft across the room. Staring into its depths, I saw for a fleeting moment what looked like a somber, grey-clad figure, a sight that rattled even my sceptical bones. This twist altered the course of my investigation, making it increasingly remote from the world of known physics. I was dealing with something that potentially shunned the norms of my cherished scientific world. Surprisingly, I found myself responding with calm, reminding Virginia that no matter how terrifying, we were dealing with a phenomenon that must have an explanation. Yet, new questions loomed. What was the shadowy figure? Was it a dormant emotional imprint, or was the mirror somehow tapping into the realm beyond? As the day closed, I left the field. The mirror and its unexplained manifestation still a mystery. The haunting image of the grey figure, the inexplicable happenings, and the stark terror in Virginia's voice formed a puzzle that begged to be solved. The, the. Returning to the lab, I realized this was just the beginning. The investigation had more to unravel, and I was far from figuring out the depths of the mirror's mysteries. It felt as if I were retracing the eerie dance steps of the unknown, eagerly anticipating the music's hypnotic crescendo. My investigation in Virginia's home with the mysterious antique mirror has left me with much to ponder. I had the opportunity to experience firsthand the strange occurrences and the unnerving reflection of the mirror. Believe it or not, I think I witnessed some kind of apparition which leaves so many questions. Interesting, Liam. You've sparked my curiosity here. I'm typically inclined to seek rational explanations, but this phenomenon is indeed unusual. Dr. Sullivan, what's your take on this?
I was indeed drawn to the connection Liam made about our previous case in Nevada, but it strikes me that we cannot dismiss the possibility of emotional imprinted energy given the mirror's alleged provenance in a seance salon. One must consider that the emotions from such a place could leave a strong imprint. That was an angle I had considered, Syrian. While I initially thought this case was just about the mirror, now it seems like it's more about the room the mirror is kept in and the residual energies that may be affecting it. The phenomenon of pareidolia still remains a possible explanation, though. Our brains are wired to find patterns, and in a state of anxiety, one can indeed see things that aren't there. That's true, Victoria. So the question remains, is it the mirror that's haunted, or is it Virginia's perception of the mirror that's making the occurrences seem paranormal? Precisely, Syrian. And is it possible for a physical, inanimate object like a mirror to tap into a realm beyond our understanding and rationality? Or is it merely a spectacular manifestation of the psychological state of the person witnessing it? And if so, how can we decipher these psychic experiences? Is there, in fact, a methodological approach we could apply to these situations that could both analyze and explain these experiences? Thanks, Syrian and Victoria. Your insights have given me more avenues to explore. I think we're on the cusp of an uncharted scientific frontier. I'll continue to ponder these theories and delve deeper. I'll report back later with a more consolidated approach to understanding the mystery of the haunted mirror. I now consider this case closed with the following reasoning. Reason 1. There is no direct evidence linking the mirror to the disturbances except for the testimony of Virginia, who's proven to be in a distressed state. Reason 2. The temporal and spatial pattern of the incidents implies the critical source being not the mirror itself, but the specific room, and possibly Virginia's psychological state. Reason 3. Victoria's proposition of the pareidolia phenomenon, coupled with our newfound insight, explains the occurrences in a logical and rational light. <laughs>